The Smiley J Artist Zone, a platform for and about independent artists, music, interviews, and much, much more. Now, give it up, your host, Smiley J. Welcome everyone to the Smiley J Artist Zone. I'm your show host, Smiley J. And I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me today. And uh, I want to acknowledge any new listeners that I have if this is your first time. Welcome. And I do hope that you will come back and hang out with me because uh, I'm here every Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, uh, you know, check your local listeners and come back and hang out with me. Now, to all of my listeners, uh, you know, be sure to subscribe to the Smiley J Artist Zone podcast. Yes, you can listen on the go at your leisure. You know, listen on your favorite podcast platform, whatever that may be, Amazon, Apple, uh, iHeart, YouTube, Podbean. I mean, I'm in most of them, so just pick one and, and, you know, keep me close, okay? Now, today I have a very special show for you. You know, hanging out with me in the Artist Zone is spoken word artist Lucky. Now, trust me, you guys don't want to miss this, so don't move. Lucky's going to come out and uh, she's going to bless us with a, a beautiful uh, poem that she wrote uh, entitled uh, Sacred Space. I mean, she wrote that just for us. You know, this is Black History Month and, uh, you know, you know where we're celebrating the achievements of African-Americans. So uh, she's going to bless us with a piece. And uh, all I need you guys to do is, uh, you know, uh, open your ears and minds and, and let the words uh you know, let them let them fall on your heart and just just embrace her beautiful poetic words. But uh, let me just say this: as we celebrate Black History Month and all the achievements of Black people, uh, you know, we have Black people all over the world who have made a significant, uh, you know, who made significant contributions to the world. You know, in many in many areas, and uh, some of e are even making history as we speak. So, uh, shout out to all the beautiful melanated people of the world. You know, because I swear, you know, my black people, we don't always get the credit that we deserve. But uh, you're going to get, you know, you're going to get some credit right here, right here on the Smiley J Show. And uh, you know what? I want to go ahead and I want to shout out all the black people, all my black folks out there doing doing it up, making all these wonderful contributions globally, making it, making it to the world. So, you know, shout out to all the black scientists and inventors engineers and medical professionals and all my blue collar workers and small business owners and uh, of course you know all my folks in the uh, arts and entertainment arena you know all those folks who have made contribution both past and present you know making the world a better place yes keep it up I love it I love it keep doing what you're doing we appreciate you now uh Wait, before I forget, before I forget, I want to shout out Ireland, the Netherlands, and UK, you know, for standing with us, you know, and observing and remember those important people and events, uh, you know, as we celebrate African-American history. Now, those countries that I just named, they celebrate uh, Black history in the month of October, you know, because, you know, October has 31 days. Boom, America, you know, we got to do better. Do better, okay? 
Now, uh, as I mentioned, uh, today's guest, she's a poetess, and her name is Lucky, and she is going to be putting some flavor in your ear. Uh, But before I bring her on, um, today is February the 4th, so I need to acknowledge, you know, on this day, Rosa Parks was born, Rosa Louise McCauley, rest in power queen. We appreciate all that you did, you know, by, you know, literally sitting down and not getting up and not moving. You know, sometimes you got to take a stand. And if taking a stand means sitting down, thank you, Miss Parks. All right. Lucky. Lucky is a spoken word artist. She's from Washington, D.C. Her works focuses on black women. She poetically tells her stories in the hopes that it will inspire, uplift, and remind black women of their power and ability to change any circumstance that they find themselves in. She has performed up and down the East Coast and she has been featured at various art venues. She's been on local radio station and she has performed at the historical Lincoln Theater in Washington, D.C. So you guys know how we do. Let's give Miss Lucky some finger snaps and some hand claps. All right. Welcome, Lucky. Hey, Lucky, welcome to the Artist Zone. I'm so glad to have you. How are you today? Hey, Smiley, I'm doing pretty good today. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Again, like I mentioned, I'm so glad to have you. And um, I don't know if you remember, we met a while back. You were performing with Brian Christopher. Yeah, at the Blend Live. At the Blend Live, yes. And you were doing your thing. And I thought, you know, I'm going to work with this lady at some point. Now, at the time, I had no idea when, where, or how we were going to work together. But, you know, you see, the universe has aligned us, and I'm, I'm just so It's happy brought to us back here. together. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's brought us back together. How you doing today, girl? I'm good. I'm good. Now, now, let me just say that I absolutely love poetry, and I love creating writing. Um, now, I'm no lucky. But I do, but I do find I do Stop find it. writing along with the music to be very very therapeutic for me. That's one of the things yeah. I do in my pastime. So I was excited. I'm like, yeah, I got lucky here. I think that's so cool that like we met that way because uh, performing with Brian and his band, it's been like a thing I've really been trying to get my feet wet with, like putting my poetry to music. And figuring out what that would be like, if it's going to be rap, if it would just be poems over beats and stuff like that. So the the combining of the two, like you said, it's very therapeutic. Oh, yeah. It was a really cool vibe that night. I mean, the whole just the energy, everything was cool about that evening. It really was. It was very like smooth and it was very inviting. Like the guys just literally fit whatever I had to say. They were just right there with me. So it really felt good to be able to do that. Well, you know, that's how Brian rolls. He's very intentional in in all that he does when he have, you know, live performances. So very true. Very true. So let me get to Lucky. Now, Lucky, you you were inspired by your grandmother, who was also a writer. Yes. Now, at what age uh, at what age did you discover that your grandmother's writing was really dope? (laughs) And how did that make you feel? Um, I want to say. Because I didn't know that my grandmother was a writer when I was a little girl. But when I, I think I was like maybe 15 or 16 Mm -hmm. when she published her book of poetry. Like, I think I was getting ready to graduate high school 
when she like sometime in my high school years, she had published a book of poetry. And I said, Grandma, you've been writing poems this whole time. Huh? Where did this come from? Like, it really blew my mind. So she I wanted to pay her for the book. But she just gave it to me and was like, don't put your pen down. Like, never, never give up on uh, expressing yourself this way because it is a beautiful thing. And it was like at that moment, soon as she gave me the book and I sat down to write it, I was like, whoa, the stories that this woman has to tell, I have to tell my own. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it empowered me in that moment, too. Wow. Wow. That That's so inspiring. I mean, you know, grandma's got skills. Yes. yes. OK. Like <laughs> grandma's going to do so much outside the kitchen. Yes, that's right. That's right. Now, is your grandma still, is she still with us? Is she still writing? Is she alive? She is still with us. And I don't think, thank you so much. Okay. Yes, like, amen. We we need the wisdom of our grandmothers and our elders. We really do. And like, she doesn't write as much as she used to, but we still talk a lot about like taking the time to write down our thoughts and things like that. When I started writing my book and I sent her the chapter that she, is like about her. Mm-hmm. She wrote back to me, like she emailed me back some stuff. Wow, was, wow! <laughs> so I was like, "Well, thank you." Now I can, you know, put your story together correctly and word this correctly. And there's like an insert in the the book that are uh, like specifically her words to me. I know she must be super proud of you. I would like to think so. Um, <laughs> she tells me very often how proud she is of the fact that I write and perform and things like that. So I'd like to think that she is. Yes, I'm sure she is. Because when I saw you, I listen, I felt like a grandma. I was just so proud yeah. of just your poetic flow. And it was beautiful and it was thought provoking. I was like, oh, my God, she is doing it. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. But it, it definitely is not just me. Um especially when I feel like I'm I'm on stage it's like because of her and uh due to like experiences you know like love or life or loss or anything and then like uh a lot of it is prayers like I get to talk to God that way so mm-hmm. it feels really good being able to give it away to people and it be enjoyed or felt yeah yeah and it's spiritual it's very spiritual yeah. Now, I mean, as we just mentioned, it's spiritual and poetry is very uh, impactful because you use words to express and to connect with people. Uh, and it, it touches your emotions. Yeah, very true. It's like you get to with poetry, you get to say so many things that I think people think all the time. Mm hmm. Like we have these thoughts to ourselves very often, but like never get a chance to say it. And as a poet, um, I think that that bit of art gives us the freedom to just speak on how we feel about things or what we think about certain things. Yes, to literally just let it flow, you know. Yeah. And speaking of flowing, you use your pen to express uh, love, struggles, freedom and acceptance. So. I guess my question to you is like, like when you are when you are out, out and about shopping, walking, taking care of business or even watching TV and you see something or you hear something that sparks your creative writing. How how do you capture that moment? Um, 
I like to, that's a really good question because it changes so often. Like I like to have um, a pen and paper like ready all the time so I can write it down. Um, But if I don't have that, I'll say it to myself like a thousand times or type (laughs) it, type it in my phone notes so I don't forget. And then I, when I get home and an opportunity to sit with the thought and like marinate on it a little more, I write it down. Yeah, they they say that um, they say that writing a poem is actually um, one of the hardest forms of creative writing because there are so many rules, yet there are no rules. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's like, (laughs) what are your thoughts about that? It's so many boxes that poetry can fit into, and then there's no box for it at all. Like Mm -hmm. at the same time, like um, they're like ways that poems can be set up, like certain rhyme schemes they can follow, certain. Uh, like use of like metaphors, similes, alliteration, repetition. Like there are a lot of ways that, and those are like poetic devices, but there are a lot of ways you can put poems together for it to fit this one mode. And then there's just putting it on paper and saying whatever it is you have to say kind of thing. And I think, I think that bit of like duality makes it beautiful because you can use all of it or none of it and it still be considered a poem. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. So I, I've got to ask you this because, you know, last month was, the, you know, the inauguration of President Biden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, a poet, uh, poetess Amanda Gorman, she gave the world something that we all felt. Yeah. Um, as she gracefully uh, recited her poem, The Hill We Climb. Right. So I got to ask you, you know, as a poet, as a black woman, how did it feel to witness such a monumental moment? Um, I want to start by saying she did a phenomenal job yes. because being an inaugural poet was not something I thought existed. Like there are a lot of things poets can do, a lot of spaces poetry can occupy that it does occupy, but in that space, it, it was something I didn't think existed at all. So, like, that in itself blew my mind. Like, the limits on poetry don't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with the, the lines of the poem specifically, like, it had, there was a lot to chew on. Yeah. Like, the, there's, yes. there's a lot of, like, hope and freedom and light in her poem, but also a lot of, like, realization of, like, we still have very far to go. Like, this is a beautiful moment for us to be celebrating and uh, excited about, but there is still work to be done. Yeah. Um, so that that was also like my favorite thing about it. I feel like I listened to it like five times. Yeah, I did. too. <laughs> well, I think I listened to it like four times. But it's like each time you listen, you hear something a little different. It resonates with you. So, yeah. And that that also is my favorite thing, like the unpacking of uh, the bars, basically, or the the unpacking of what she means, the interpretations and then having the conversation with other writers like this is what I thought when she said this, what did you get from it kind of thing? Like it's, it's been fun to have those kinds of conversations, but also like, like I said, putting it into perspective with the, um, there's a part in the poem where she's like, um, me, a skinny black girl, descendant Mm -hmm. of slaves raised by a single mother, dreaming of being a president to find herself only reciting for one. It was was like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a realization of like, 
the glass ceiling has been shattered, but there's mm-hmm. it's another ceiling after that. You know what I mean? Like there is another hill to climb, another battle to fight. Uh, and it, 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 like I said, it was beautiful. It was very beautiful. It was. To, it was to very see fun. her on that stage and to see poetry be that thing. Yeah, that whole that whole representation that they I thought was beautiful and colorful. So yeah, it was it was very good. Just like yeah. I said in the. Like in before I saw that poem, I <laughs> not had given up hope on America as a country, but I think very little of its progression. Mm-hmm. Um, I think very little of like how far America can go because of like what it has been historically to us as a people. And then the things that we see with like people climbing the Capitol, police shootings, like there there are a lot of things happening in our world. Um, There are a lot of black women still missing, uh, a lot of kids still missing, a lot of like, right. It's a lot. It's just a lot. There's a lot of a lot. Girl, girl, (laughs) it's a lot of a lot. And to see, to see her, on that stage saying everything that she had to say, it really like, it was very refreshing. It was a beautiful moment. Just like, wow. Although there is a lot going on right now, this right here is what I needed. This, this is a a beautiful moment to see. And I'm, you know, again, and I'm glad that they gave her that platform. So, yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't a thing I thought existed. And I, I know, like, right? Wow. Right? So wow. You know, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> you know, the next one we, we may hit lucky. You know, you just you never you know never what the know. universe have, right? Right? What's the line for you? So I want to talk more about Lucky and, you know, all the wonderful things that you're doing, you know, outside, you know, of the poetry. You are also um you're the co-host of the Real Feels podcast. Real Feels podcast. Real Feels podcast. And also you're the creative producer for Elevate uh, Poetry Series. So just yeah. briefly, briefly tell us a little bit about each. Um, so those two things were like, that was a new step for me, like getting out of the pen and paper and into the digital world. Like <laughs> that was very new for me because I really feel like a grandma. Like sometimes... <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I look at it and I'm like, this is a machine and I don't know how to work it. But, (laughs) but I, I feel like, you know, I could learn, you know what I mean? And I know a lot of people who do know how to do so many great things. So, uh, my homegirl jazz. Hey girl. Um, Hey jazz. What's up? (laughs) We, we have been talking about, uh, starting a podcast for a very long time. And then we just stopped talking about it. We started downloading the apps and picking topics and just having our real conversations and shedding light on feminine perspective and like what we think about certain things. And we're like 10 episodes in, you can find it. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. We're taking a break right now just so we can like figure out how we can open it up to the platforms, promote um, future topics and things like that. But uh, that very first season, absolutely amazing. You can find it on SoundCloud and Instagram Mm -hmm. and Twitter at The Real Feels Podcast. Wonderful. I'm going to make sure I check it out. Yes, it's really good. And the same with uh, Elevate Poetry. I've had a long-standing relationship with our uh, videographer and editor, Zeppelin Xavier. And um, he, at the time when we met each other, 
because I think he saw me perform somewhere. And at the time we first started working together, he was producing for 93.9 with uh, Angie and the Morning Show. Mm-hmm. And um, from there, it like snowballed into like radio appearances, performing. And then he got this really cool idea to start a poetry series. So I was like, I know some really dope poets that would kick it off. And um, while, like I said, the digital world isn't something I completely understand, he has a lot of like really, really like dope knowledge about it. And I've been able to learn so much like in the creation of the poetry series, in the showcasing black artists and telling their black stories past the stage kind of thing. It's been really, really cool. And to see poets that I love and that inspire me to continue writing on this stage. It's it's really been cool. How exciting, how exciting you're learning, you're growing and you're doing what you love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And paying homage to things that um, matter to me. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's, that is very fulfilling. So I'm, I'm happy for you. Thank you. Yes. Well, you know, you know, time always flies when you're having fun. You know, when you're having that fun girl chat. But, but before I go, you know, I like to play games. I like to lighten it up a bit. And, you know, you're a poet, so I know you're down. So I have this game called Fit Beat. Okay. Just a cute, fancy acronym for filling the blanks. You know I'm special. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, so like with all games, we have rules. So, you have three seconds to fill in the blank. You can use one to up to three words. All right? Okay. So, I know you're not going to have any problems. Let's make this poetic, and most of all, let's make it fun. You ready? I'm ready. She ready, y'all. Okay. (laughs) Here we go. You can use, again, you can use one word up to three words. Okay. Words to me are like the cool breeze. All right. Strong love means Mm, strong personalities. All right. The sound of music is God's gift to man. All right. Mm. Wonderful. Look at that. Y'all, let's give it up for Miss Lucky. She's bad to the bone. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes. Now, look, Lucky, before you go, I need you to tell my listeners how they can get in touch with you. You know, give out all of your social media pages and run yes. back that uh, podcast again in case someone missed it. Yes. So you can find me everywhere except at home. Um <laughs> Including my cash app, Lucky's Place, L-U-K-I-S-P-L-A-C-E. That's L-U-K-I-S-P-L-E-C-E. You can follow Elevate Poetry at Elevate.Poetry, spelled exactly how it sounds. Um, And you can find my podcast, well, our podcast, not my podcast. (laughs) But you can find (laughs) our podcast at Real Feels Pod on Instagram, on Twitter, and on SoundCloud. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much, Lucky, for coming by. And, and I'm excited. You know, we get ready to drop your, you know, your poetry for, for Black History Month, honoring all those great yes. folks before us and after us who's been doing great things. And I just, again, I want to thank you. And you are always welcome to come back and keep doing what you're doing. Yes, definitely have me back because this was great. Thank you so much again Absol- for, for having me on the Absolutely. show. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't wait, you know, to hear your, your next piece. Yo, it's going to be great. Thank you. Absolutely. Until then, be well. Peace. Bye. Hi, this is Kenny Barnes. 
and you are in the Smiley J Artist Scene. Silencing us in this space won't be tolerated. Overtalking us will make us be quiet. We understand that impact means more than intent, so it's about time that we started this riot. Middle fingers to society because they watching and listening. So look. We don't need them to write our stories cause we still writing. Don't need them to fight any of the battles that we still fighting cause we are still fighting. Our eyes still open, bodies still breathing, arms still able to hold all that they have to love. Still flowing, we are still here. We never left. They've been trying to kill us for centuries and we still get up and get this earth our best So if you could silence your scrutiny for a few seconds I promise you won't regret it Black women and black men demand to be respected Regardless of how they're dressed or their sexual preference There's only one perspective we're interested in and it's ours So our stories will be told From the dust we brushed off our shoulders to the glitter we found ourselves glowing in From the concrete we feel under our face and our feet From the knees we take in the dirt and our back Our stories will be heard for generations to come And guess what else we got? The ability to keep all opinions blocked, all shots taken, all calls made All fits on fleek and edges laid We've had enough of being told what to do and we're ready to make our own rules. So let me welcome you to the queendom, to the kingdom, to brotherhood, to sistership, to places where black people can come and exist, to a place where we can uplift, compliment, enlighten, and empower, to a place where we can freely speak, cause our voices yield power, our truths are validated in this space. We can talk to one another, we can share ideas and inspire each other. Think of how much we've already done, how much we've already overcome. With this space, we no longer have to defend ourselves. Shields down, armor off, black warrior fight no more in this space. Our divinity is upheld to the highest degree. Our beauty is treasured and intricately remembered. Our faults are explained. Our triggers are respected. Our journey is still continuing because in this space, the whole of our people is our priority. All right, that was fun. Indeed it was. I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me today. And I want to thank our special guest, Miss Lucky. She brought us that spoken word. She did the daggone thing, didn't she, y'all? I hope y'all enjoyed it, because I certainly did. And uh, make sure that y'all follow Lucky on her social media pages. And if you want her on your next uh, on your next album, your next project, y'all know what to do. Reach out, you know, reach out to Lucky, but make sure you have your coins. She don't work for free, okay? So listen, same time, same place. Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Until then, I'm going to need y'all to be well, stay safe, and listen to good music. Your ears will thank you for it. I'm Smiley J, and I'm out of here. Yes, I think I want to dance. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>